Hey. Welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. This we're is, back. We're back. Vacation's over. This is what? Episode number 13. Sure. Sure. We're going to go with that. Uh, it'll say it up here in the corner. Stealing? Yep. I'm just kidding. Thank you for that, Kara. So episode number 13, <laughs> and we're going to recap the village board meeting from last night, July 26th. First up, my name's Eric Schwenk, and I'm a trustee Hi, here I'm... in Mundelein. Hi. Who are you? Hi. I'm Kara. Hi, Kara. I guess I'm a trustee here in Mundelein, too. Yes, you are. Or as my, what do my son just call you? The Honorable Trustee Kara Lambert? <laughs> I prefer your highness. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I make Russ call me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Russ. <laughs> All right, quick disclaimer. This is, um, we're back in my house, and this is my basement. There is, let's see, three kids, three cats. Also, you bird, just added these lights this week? A wife. No, the lights have been here before. Have they? Yeah, I remember we they're had the real, I know, but they're real bright today. Yeah. Wait, you know what? I got these sunglasses for my birthday. There you I go. Just wear, them. just wear those. And uh, all of the lights, these these lights, the microphones, the cameras, the equipment, the everything here is mine. Nothing from uh, taxpayer dollars used in the creation, editing, and distribution of the podcast. Hurry right. up! So onto the board meeting. <laughs> It's like the click. longest intro ever. It is a long and intro. And everyone that clicked it is now not watching. I know. Bye, but guys. you got to get past all that stuff. <laughs> Fast forward. So. Quick recap, or are you going to go? Yeah, quick recap. So we, we actually kind of did a lot of stuff last night in our one-hour board meeting. Yeah, but you know what I noticed last night? that A lot of it was under the mayor's report. A lot of it was under the mayor's report. Yeah. So we um, authorized the use of village uh, plaza, mm -hmm. so the circle out front. So this is one of those things that it always has to come to the village board for anything in the, in the plaza. So we did that. What else did we do? The NIMEC green aggregation program, a whistleblower program, some liquor licenses, public commentary, um, some rezoning. That was a big one, rezoning for Lake Street properties. Keep going because we're going to talk in detail about stuff, but just yep. go fast. And, and then we'll talk about details. So we re sorry, rezone that. Uh, some Tight big, ship. big grant money Tight for ship. the Oak Trail Tap House. What else do we do? Change some fees for filing of petitions and sharing some resources, paid some bills, and uh, denied some proposals for digester lid rehabilitation. That was a big, big one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was about it. No executive session. Couple items on the omnibus boat list. We had a liquor commission meeting too. And a liquor commission meeting. That's so true. So that's a rough overview, and then now we'll go into some deets. And go. Let's go into some deets. Uh, so first up was the approval of minutes. Of course, the attendance and pledge of allegiance came first, and then approval of minutes. Um, I asked for a small change so that the, they were amended. The last board meeting, I talked about. Um, the storage rental fees, and, and that was not included in the original minutes that were posted last week. So I asked the clerk to make some some changes, some modifications, and that was added. So that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why the, the motion was, what, what was it? Amended. As, as amended. As amended, which yeah. we got like a little copy on our, what's that thing called? Dias. Dias, yeah. Um, but I think like now the public record will affect Correct. the amended minutes. Correct. Um, public commentary, there was two people. Um, Margaret Booth, who, who talked about um, no limit to public commentary. That Do you want to was... talk about this now or you want to talk about it during the motion? We'll go to the motion. Okay. And then Joe Schwan talked about uh, beautification of landscaping. All you right there. He okay. speaks your language, doesn't he? Well, so he speaks my language, but also because I work in that plaza that he's referencing. Preach. Lord. 
I agree so much. So uh, he's talking about the plaza on 45 where Jewel is about how it's not like kept up well. Well, I am psycho. I mean, no, no news to you, but about things looking very pretty. <laughs> Are you gonna edit this out to just say I'm psycho? <laughs> I was actually thinking this is gonna be the next gif right here. I am psycho. I really like things to look nice. Mm -hmm. um, and so like I constantly call our property, I, so I work in that plaza, so I constantly call the owner and the property manager of that plaza because there's like, they don't put bags in the garbage can, so then garbage goes everywhere. I would like them to plant more flowers. There, for example, there's a speed bump out there that's broken that I've called like four or five times on. So I'm definitely trying to get that. The problem, you know, like it's private property, so yes the village should do something but we can't because it's owned by someone else drives me bonkers so mr schwan if you're watching you probably aren't but i wanted to respond to you and be like i'm trying so hard we're trying on that plaza end and of that rant. right there was the screen grab for this end of rant <laughs> this episode just, like, ah! <laughs> just drives me insane yeah no also i've called like the building department on it to see if they can like not to be annoying but to see if they can push like the hands and i know that they've tried in the past because there's a corner of that plaza that the wind flows and you literally get a trash tornado right oh in the corner back where that uh, tobacco store used to be oh what happened to that trusty lambert you took care of that took care of that yes okay okay so that was public commentary uh, next was presentations and awards, which there wasn't any public hearings. There was, but we did that after oh, the, yeah, that, uh, the yeah, mayor's yeah. report. Yeah, and I wasn't exactly sure why. Yeah, that no, happened. I was really confused. <clears throat> yeah, like, that's I what was happened. like on the agenda trying to figure out what was going on. Like, we were. <clears throat> what was going on? Sorry, excuse me. I think I think the only the only thing that came to mind was the agenda time said seven fifteen, and oh. you can't start it earlier. So I think you go to the mayor the, the mayor's report okay. and then come back and do that. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So, mayor's report. Uh, a mayor mayoral proclamation was issued for the 2021 National Night Out. This is the 38th year. So excited. And I know. It's a fun night. It if is a you fun have kids, night. bring them. It's super fun. My kids aren't old enough to stay up that late, but we do the fun stuff before. So. And I noticed the park district is doing something too with Barefoot Bay. I just yeah, saw they the did sign it two up. years ago. Yeah. yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, it's cool. So. Uh, and then the authorized the use of Village Plaza for the... You're gonna get it wrong. Oh, come on. You got it. Nuestras Fiestas Patreas event. That's I hope bad. that was... That was not bad, that was pretty good. Hey, the mayor nailed it last night. I know. He, he did really well in that. Um, so this is a, a festival that was two years ago, yep. and then doing it again this year. Um, and it was really well attended. And, it was. Uh, I, I think it was really... We I think we circled by it. My kid was much littler, so we weren't there long, but it was fun. Yeah. So. Uh, next up was the NYMEC electricity contract. So we talked about this during our, our last um, podcast, and this is yeah. um, the village use of electric aggregation yes. is, is basically yeah. it. Finding yeah. a supplier for electricity for the village, and we opted for a 50% green energy renewable um, renewable energy and offsetting that, that cost for renewable energies, but also the village will get... 30, 32, I think. 32,000-ish yeah. Yeah. Um, out of this, this contract. To me, this is like a no-lose. Like, you're right. supporting clean and clean energy initiatives, and we're banking a little bit of cash on it. Correct. I'm okay with it. Correct. And and, and there's no price difference. The consumer, anybody. theoretically, won't even, like, see this. They right. won't even notice They won't this. notice it all. Right. Next up was a whistleblower reporting policy. So the, the governor, well, the state, passed a whistleblower 
policy requirement. So, we're now so this is now implementing it. And Trustee Wilson even pointed out that we already had some policies in place. This is just putting them more in line with what the state's now requiring. Um, next was a, a Class G liquor license. This, so Momo Sushi, the owners, uh, the owner sold it to a, a new individual. And whenever that happens, you have to switch the liquor license. So I anticipate like next week we'll, or two weeks we'll issue a new one, right? We didn't issue a new one last night. Uh, I don't think we issued it. We, I'd have to go back and reread it. Um, was it in there? Because typically we like take it away and then put it back on, but we didn't put it no, back on. No, this was because we were just changing ownership. Oh, got so it. So we didn't okay. change the number of liquor licenses. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, we did change the number of liquor licenses for class in, and we authorized a um, liquor license for Lakeshore Dance Academy. Yeah. So they're just going to serve beer and wine during recitals, basically. Correct. Kind of and, a fun thing. In a, in a very limited amount. Yeah. You're only allowed so many in a, in a period of time. And yeah. It's much more controlled than but I feel like this is a good pathway for other things to use this so mm -hmm. um for example like spas doing like mimosas and petties or like mimosas and manis it's like a good yeah. so now there's a pathway in place which is helpful right right anyways all right so next was my brain is at <laughs> mimosas and petties next time let's record while drinking mimosas and getting pedicures I'm cool with that <laughs> I mean okay sure got it uh public commentary policy okay so this was a a hot issue and i'll just come out and say that uh it, it was a three three split amongst the trunks trustees trunks like trustees trustees i was like where are you going with that <laughs> word all right so three three split to the to the trustees and the, and the mayor did break the tie yeah. and the policy uh will be in place so the the proposal that the board entertained last night was putting a five limit five minute l limit you're out of time I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to set my timer right now. Actually. Right? Here so we go. A five minute limit for the amount of, of time that somebody can speak during public commentary. And five minutes is quite a long time. I'm, I'm you, you have a timer going and, and I know that I'm probably not going to uh, set a timer for five minutes. I probably won't go over that while I talk about this, but there is issues that require more than five minutes to speak about. And there's individuals that will require more than five minutes to get out what they would like to get out and for the village board to hear it. So, okay, this is annoying to me. <laughs> Everything annoys me, apparently. Um, the, what came to mind when we were talking about this was the Diamond Lake Comprehensive Plan meeting. Mm -hmm. And when Miss um, Becky came up and spoke about that. And I think she talked to the talked to staff before and like had prepared and went ahead. But her presentation was obviously more than long, more than five minutes, and we as a board learned so much from that presentation. Correct. And so I just kept like hearing that in my head. Also, we voted on something she suggested in that presentation last night, which Correct. kind of ironic. So I just kept like hearing that over and over, like, why would we limit it? So the only thing that, the only reason you would limit it is because you want to go home earlier, right? Like, it was selfish of the board, in right? my opinion. And, and who cares? Like, it's two meetings a month that you're committed to. You ran for office for a reason. Yes, I want to go home and put my kids to bed at night, but whatever. It's two Mondays that you have to listen to your constituents. And like... You know, people have talked about, well, Facebook, and they can email us, and they can call us, and all these things. Here's one thing everyone missed. It's not on the public record if you do it that way. Correct. And if you do it on Facebook, all of the board isn't allowed to chime in. And who knows if all of the board reads Facebook? They shouldn't have to because it's not a public forum. Yes, they probably do in, on in all honesty, but it's not public 
record. Correct. So I didn't say anything last night because like you did and trusty a cabbage did and I was like, I'm just going to be redundant if I talk. But in my mind, you are there to serve the people that elected you. There's no reason to stifle them down to five minutes. Correct. What are we at? What we're at. But <laughs> and so it was, it was, it was an also besides that, we don't have a problem right now with people abusing public commentary. Nope. There hasn't been one in the past. We've had some long nights with controversial issues. Uh, the, mar- the medical marijuana night, by the way, I was pregnant during that and like so uncomfortable. For the adult it. use cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, sorry. So medical, but for adult use, I was pregnant and like super uncomfortable, but guess what? It's part of the gig. You just right? sit there and you listen. And Pull like signs. I, we sat there and we listened. Also pregnant during that. So like, yeah, it's annoying, but you, it's part of the gig. You chose to do this. You choose to live this life and you choose to represent your community. Listen to them. Correct. I, and I want to comment on what you said about um, Gail Becky. Yeah. And last night the mayor said that if you need to speak longer, then send your presentation to the board in advance. Gail Becky did, and she still went over five minutes. Yeah. And and it was super informative. It was very informative. And, and Miss Becky, um, having spoken with her, she is a speaker. She's she's an expert witness for trials. She yeah. knows how to conduct herself. She knows how to speak in public. This isn't her first time. And she's already moved past some of those nerves and jitters that, that many people get when, when addressing the village board. Yeah. And it still took her more than five minutes to get all of her, her facts out. Yeah. So I... I could not vote for this in good conscience, and I and, and I. And we kind of no. said it all along, you know, like or at least I have. You know, the mayor's brought it up to me in the past, and I'm like, mm, meh, not a thing. Like, just let right. people talk. I don't want rules around it. Right. So, so this is whatever we lost. This is exactly this is consequences of elections, and we lost this one, and um, that's that's the way it is. And that said, <laughs> I, I I hear uh, trusty simple in my head. That this is just a village board policy or an ordinance that ordinance that the next village board can just change, and I hate that we spent tax dollars and uh, time, time and staff time. That's so frustrating to me. Like we wasted time speech. doing this. Okay, whatever. Now that that's out, rant over. Ugh, now it is. Rant over. Okay, so the <laughs> next of the ma- the mayor's report was the ho- hotel tax amendment. So this was a we already had a, a hotel tax. Which and this was extending it to Airbnb and Expedia. Correct. Yep. Exactly. So now it covers just a few more entities. I think that the numbers. How many that we Airbnbs saw, do we have in here? Do you know? I don't know. Because we have to re- they have to register them, I believe. And then I think I saw the number, an estimated amount of like thirty or thirty five thousand dollars in right. additional tax revenue. So not a large amount of money, but now they're all being treated the same. Mm-hmm. Um so now we recessed into the liquor commission meeting. <clears throat> and we haven't had one of these since we started the podcast. No. So the Liquor Commission meeting Oh, is... there's your timer. Five minutes. Oh, that's my timer. So we were pretty close. We were pretty close. Yeah. But we definitely could have ranted longer. A rant could last five minutes or more. And if you don't know that, get to know Kara. <laughs> <laughs> so a liquor control meeting, we, we temporarily stop the village board meeting and, and go into this um, liquor control meeting. And the, the Liquor Control Commission is there to look over liquor licenses right and so we're, we're the really we're oversight. the liquor control commission we're, we're the like commissioners from the state right so that's us as the commissioners yes yes and per our ordinances it's it's the trustees yeah and 
Um, we actually paid $20 a month to be commissioners. Got it. Okay. I know. It's a weird thing with, with how trustees are paid, but there's a set amount for being a trustee, and then there's a set amount for being <laughs> a liquor commissioner, and, and that's there. So the commissioners have oversight, and they get to um, issue and suspend, revoke, or issue other disciplines, uh, disciplinary action as needed to ensure I think that the last one we had was... Um, November. Was it November? Yeah. Was, it, was that the Aldi one? I don't remember exactly which it was. I don't remember who it was, but anyways. But there's been a couple that, um, the, uh, so, so what happens is that the police department goes out and does compliance checks, and if a business or individual fails the compliance check, then they have to come before the liquor Should control. we talk about how they do compliance checks? Because I asked about this in a liquor, like, go. so they use, they don't, it's not like a, they're not sneaky about it. They no. don't use somebody that looks older. They don't put makeup on the person. They don't do any of that stuff. It's basically someone that definitely looks like a minor. So they're not, I asked, I think it was Chief Gunther at the time about how that's done. And he was like, it's obvious. So we're not like trying to play gotcha with it. Yeah. Right. So in this instance, it was um, Crossroads of Ivanhoe and a minor went in and ordered alcohol and that's was true. served alcohol. Yeah. And the individual that was that that served them um, did not have the Bassett training that was required, um, and they served them. So that's two violations, and the individual was arrested, and the citation was issued, and they come before um, the village board or the liquor commission to um, to discuss it. Yeah. And it's like a case, like a trial. Yeah, basically. it is. It's yeah. a hearing. Yeah, a hearing. That's where I'm like. And. Um, our prosecutor, Larry Laluzerne. Wow, that, Larry, it's a tricky name. <laughs> and um, he will generally come to some kind of an agreement. And in last night's agreement, it was um, the standard, standard fine. right? First defense fine. You know, so what was really telling last night though is like Crossroads has been there forever, mm -hmm. and this was the first time they've had a violation. Right. And and um, was it Jack? Jack Bose was there last night from from. The Bose brothers that own Crossroads, and and they were very remorseful about it. And they've talked about how um, they don't have this kind of culture within their establishment, and that they're they're working to um, make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah. So they have to pay a fine of five hundred dollars within twenty four hours. They they um, pleaded guilty to this mm. um, to this offense, and and that was part of the the deal that was struck with the prosecutor. Yeah. So the the board commissioners voted to accept that. Uh, that that deal and um and in hopes we never see him again it hopes we never see him again is exactly it so we recess back into the village board meeting or i should say close that meeting adjourn yeah. that meeting go back to the village board meeting and into to trustee reports i felt bad for the clerk last night <laughs> i know whenever we do all these hearings it's like okay take take, take roll, roll take, attendance yes it's just a motion to Adjourn, know, uh, a motion to start. Yeah. Sole trustee Cabotuela sits next to me, and at one point during all of the the motions, and she she said to to, to trustee Wilson, and I I sure don't miss this. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I totally understand. <laughs> um, next, we we changed some zoning, and these were for the oh my gosh, the elephants upstairs. The um, we changed the Lake Street Park properties. There's two on Lake Street. Hey, guess what? Yeah. This came from public commentary. This came from Miss Becky's public commentary that Sorry. lasted more than five minutes. And we changed it to open space. So now it is zoned as open space 
park space and yeah. it's not it did have commercial zoning and now it's um, yeah now it's open space and then we also changed um, it doesn't have an address but it's a tiny little triangle that um, has been the um, topic of many Facebook posts and public commentary oh, this, yeah, is, yeah. this yeah. is the tiny little triangle that people thought the village could sell to Thornton's to give them the three acres necessary to um, build to, truck stop to actually be a truck stop and have gaming so now that was rezoned um, from C5C, part of the, the downtown corridor, into open space as well. So also that makes it more difficult for us to sell that land for commercial use. Correct. There's purpose. Correct. Next up was the business incentive grant for Oak Trail Tap House. Makes me so happy. Go. Why does um, we, it make you happy? Huh? Well, why does it make you so happy? <laughs> because the young entrepreneur that we always try to attract in Mundelein is continuing with his project. So this is Omar that owns Oak Trail Spirits. I'm not a big drinker, so I don't really go in there much. But um, he is opening a basically like a sort of like a restaurant, but yeah. it's like a tasting room slash restaurant. And he came before the board. I'm going to lose track of time. It was the previous board um with the concept and right. his menu and all that jazz and so i'm super pumped that he's continuing this and, and we're not and he we didn't lose him to COVID. that was my fear was that he would kind of like give up on not, us not him no not him but the concept the, the concept Jesus, correct stop it. Sorry, so we issued him a big variance so that he could improve some of the outside structure of the, the facility and the inside the kitchen, space, the kitchen all that. space yeah, yeah. so good like this is this is two weeks in a row or two meetings mm -hmm. in a row where we've heard of we issued big grants for restaurants expanding. Correct. And another restaurant coming. So like, yes. And Mr. Schwan talked about that in public commentary that there's mm -hmm. like good things coming good and this is coming. like proof of it. And there's still 48,000 left in the big grant for this fiscal year. So if you're trying to open a business or make yours prettier, better, bigger, better, faster. Bigger, better, faster. <laughs> Apply for that. Yeah. So anyways. So next was fees for filing of petitions. So this is, um, Basically, it's one of those motions where we're instructing staff to do something. We didn't actually do it, but we're talking about doing it. Mm -hmm. And this will change the fee structure for, put the cost more in line with today's cost. So the 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 last fee structure, these are from 2016 and, and 95. 95. So, right, so we're, we're just modifying some of the fee yeah. structures for filing of different petitions. And resource sharing. So this is an interesting one. And what a great idea! I love this. So we are entering you also into stole a. My thunder, stole my thunder last night. Sorry. Thank you. You want to talk about? It? Go ahead. No, that's okay. I'll sit over here. <laughs> You'll sit over there. So this is just sharing resources on community on uh, planning, which we have planners on staff. Mongrove probably doesn't have a huge planning department. There's just left. So there you go. Yeah. So now and we're going to consolidate that into and, us. And this is interim while they're looking for a new community. But maybe uh, we do a direction. good job at it and it doesn't stay interim. Correct. That would be awesome. So I don't know how the building, we share a building inspector with um, Long Grove. I wonder if that started on an interim basis too. Do you I don't you remember. Know all the, you know all the things. But so. I know we also do that with Hawthorne Woods. Yeah. Um, but I'm just curious like on how it started and like if it started this way and just continue. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But super creative on our part to like, on staff's part to like kind of jump in and do it for a different service. Correct. So. And I was also, um, I, I mentioned this to uh, Ms. Renchuk, our Community and Economic Development Director. It's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. She got big um, Once we have the ERP system set up, this will be so much easier to take on some of this work from other communities oh, that's good and point, yeah. to review planning to review building um, documents to to issue permits and and do all of those things so we can outsource our staff uh 
to create more revenue for the village. I also think this is a testament on like how lucky we are to have the staff we have. That yep. other municipalities like see that talent and are gonna like utilize it as well. And especially when you look at you know, the, the village structure within the state of Illinois is there's there's so many small villages. Mm -hmm. We're duplicating government all over the place. Yeah. Um, exhibit A I present to you the round lakes, all of them. Oh my god, yeah, all of them have government. Right. And things can be combined and shared, resources shared to save taxpayer resources down the road. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity for that. What else? Public works. The digester. So that was second. First was, was the... Oh, Crosswalk. Uh, no. no. The True North Consultants Environmental Jesus. Consulting Services. So this is the uh, 538 Morris property, um, the Josephson site, yes. right? Yeah, I believe so. Where the recycling center was? I believe so. Yep. I believe that's the address. So this is the environmental cleanup consulting work. Yeah. Um, next was the digester lid rehabilitation proposals. So these bids came in for work at the sewage treatment plant and they came in almost 130% over the amount that was budgeted for. And Mr. Boucher mentioned that some of this is just the amount of costs today have increased. Yeah, and, and hopefully that like calms down. It, it, it is calming down so. in some of the construction. Um, Sorry. And, no, it's fine. Kids. Uh, my mom's watched my kid yeah. and the high maintenance one, so I want to make sure she's okay. High maintenance mom or high maintenance kid? Joking, Both. Joking, Kathy. Just kidding, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we denied the, the proposals that were submitted, and we will look at this um, again. Yeah, and, and, whether and it's a, okay to wait on this. Yeah. Like, nothing's going to, it's not going to be catastrophic. Right, right? and, and they said either change the scope for the future to lower the costs, or hopefully costs will be more in line in the future. With or we can budget correctly for the next correct. year. You know, correct. If we ha if it's a project that's necessary, which it is, because we all know we need a sewage treatment plant. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And yep. what is uh, what does Theo say? Where does it go? To the poopy pipe. Yep, the poopy pipe. <laughs> next was the finance committee, which pays for the poopy pipe. <laughs> and uh, we just the only thing under the agenda this evening or last evening, yesterday evening, was payment of bills. And it was $1,431,010.46. And that's pretty much standard amount. It seems right in line with yep, every other right one. Right in line. We were less last time. Yeah, so it was in the 700,000. 700, so this is a little bit more, but uh, still within the yep. normal range of payment to bills. And Okay, so next up is Public Safety Committee. There was no report last night, but ancillary, just I was here talking to the chief, the fire chief before the meeting. Actually, I was not even talking to him. I was just like listening in on him talk. Um, creepy. I'm Go. super creepy. Um, there was, you know, like if I ever ran for re-election, someone could just like cut these pieces and just crush me. I'm super creepy. I'm a psycho. Cool. Context, people. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he was talking about the increase in calls that the fire department has seen this year. Mm. So he said he thinks they're going to do 4,000 calls this year. Wow. So think about that. That's a lot of calls. And I know last year we saw a huge reduction because right. of COVID. Everybody was staying home and there's less car accidents and yeah. all of that. But now the opposite. People now are like, opposite. freedom! And they're... So just be now careful they're when you're everything. Got just, it. Just be careful. Okay. And rant. Okay. And rant. And rant. <laughs> be careful. Thank you. Okay, so building committee had no report. Transportation and infrastructure. So this was... Um, design engineering services. So this was the beginning steps to create a crosswalk uh, on the, the south end of 45 at Route 60, right? 
Isn't it? I thought it was going to be at 45 and the, like the random light to get into Jewel. Am okay. I wrong? Right. They just said the south end, and, and I think that's kind of what yeah. we're trying to figure out as well. Where to go, where it should be. So there's no crosswalk between that Jewel shopping center and Garden Fresh and all of those. Yeah. And Diamond Lake Road. That's a long stretch And away. there's a lot of people that live in that area. Uh, there's a lot of apartments over there and individuals that work down on that south end that have to go way out of their way to cross the street legally or they jaywalk and it's very dangerous. Yeah, because 45 at night is dark. Mm -hmm. And so dark. like in the winter months when it gets dark early, like that is... Right. Yeah. So this is the beginning um, of creating a safer environment. So this is just the engineering services. It was $19,850. And we're, we, we don't have the amount budgeted for this or for the work to get it completed. So we'll have to look at what that amount is um, to to get that accomplished. The village administrator last night indicated it could be upwards of $150,000. Correct. He wow. also indicated that it's inside of a, a TIF district, inside of TIF 4. Um, so once we get development in that TIF, the TIF money would pay for that crosswalk. Could pay and for I public asked, like, yep. I We know that IDOT is, and this is like not a, I'm not meant to be like mean about this. We've heard from developers that IDOT is backed up right now. And so it could be a long time before this gets reviewed. So maybe there's development, I don't know, that it could line up correctly. But the chances of that are none. So we'll just have to be careful how we budget for it next year. Correct. Which or, we, we or it have, might not even be next year. It could be two years, depending on what IDOT does. Right. And, and we've talked about, I think, during our, our budget podcast episode where we talked about there's a list of items that we have engineering services ready for. We have um, the work. We just don't have the money, and and so this would get added to this that. gets added to that list. And then we prioritize it every year right. uh, during budget meetings. So correct. It's good to be on the list, though, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So next up was um, the omnibus vote items. There was two. One was for let's see, overpayment. Uh, so refunding roughly seventy-four thousand for an overpayment, and then three hundred timeline road. This was the um, the storage facility. We talked about that the last one. So because the village board passed it in the last board meeting, this is just the ordinance granting that, and it's just put in the omnibus omnibus vote list where everything is voted on all at once. Um, and both of those motions passed. Yep. There was no report from the village administrator or the attorney or the clerk. No executive session. We were home. We were done at eight oh three. Yeah, it was so, all by like 8.25. Even through contentious conversations around public commentary, even with public commentary, the, the board meeting still lasted I wish I would have timed Mar Margaret's public commentary because I don't know if it was five minutes or not, but we were still home at a normal time. You know, I, I had that thought um, about timing different people, and I actually, I thought about even going back and looking and seeing what, what past people, I, I just didn't have the time to sit down and, and go through past public commentary. I'm trying to think of anybody that was like excessively long and nothing really comes to mind. So. Anyway, no, we gotta stop about this. Yeah, we could talk about this all day because Sorry. it's still uh, it's a hot issue to yeah. me. So, well, that's it for this episode of of Mundelein Minute. And what's going on this week? This week in Mundelein. Um, Sunday concert in the park. Yes. Oh, it's the Lake County Fair this week. Just in case anyone wants right to do that. Right up the road. Right up the road. Um, concert in the park. Farmers market, by the way. Um, has been so well attended so kudos to um the farmer's market manager for that i hate the word kudos props to the farmer's market manager oh for that gosh. there you go mad props mad props is the word uh also on a personal note russ is got his first meet since having being a dad of two kids so go if russ you, if you see rusty lifts out in the public tell him good luck yeah he won't recognize you though no 
He didn't even recognize my wife yesterday, Jewel, so. My husband is the that. least, like, he's definitely not a good first, first lady. He doesn't, he's not aware of his surroundings ever. So if you're like, hey Russ, he'll be like, oh. And then I usually get a text that's like, do you know this person? So, apologize. Apologies in advance. My husband's rude to you. It's not his intent. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all I have. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in the next episode of Mundelein Minute. Have a good week. And remember, be safe. Be safe, please. Thank you.